Thank you for tuning in to an episode of 5678. You're listening to the podcast for non-professional dancers. 5678 is the direct result of a one-year dance challenge that I set myself on to become a better dancer. 5678 is an honest conversation about what it was like for me to start something new at the ripe old age of 29 in a town that's all about perfection during a time in my life where I found it hard to make it through the day. Thank you for listening to my struggle. Let's get started. Welcome to 5678, the podcast for non-professional dancers. Today with me, I have a fellow dancer, Mercedes Sandoval. Hi, Mercedes. How are you? Hi, I'm doing, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Life is crazy and I'm just trying to make the most of it. Uh, Overall, I'm doing pretty well. I know that's that's definitely a loaded question these days. It's like, how are yeah. you? It's like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah. like noises, basically. Yeah, it's like, well, given the state of everything, <laughs> like I'm alive. <laughs> exactly, I'm here. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Like, yeah. I am here. I am existing. I'm doing the things I can in my little world. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, like, to slightly defer from the the world that we live in. Um, so you and I met in a group three class, right? Like with Kayla. Yeah. I know. It, it feels like such a long, it feels like a lifetime ago. That it really does. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's like, I know when, when we go to class, it's so hard to like, kind of like have conversations with each other. Cause we're always like dancing and sweating in between groups and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I remember seeing you there in Kayla's class for a while. And then I started seeing you at playground. Yeah. Um, so I, and I think a lot of people make that jump right from like dance workout classes to like actual choreo classes definitely and and I and that's kind of when I was like when I figured you and I were kind of on the same level because you and I were always in Kayla's class for a while and then I saw you make the leap and I was like oh she did the same thing that I did which is like I think it's like it's it's a good thing because like you realize that like oh they're like branching out now and they're ready to take more classes and like I would always see the people like I saw so many people in Groove Three that I saw make the leap over into like choreography classes, and and I think that's awesome. Like, cause that means that it just opens up like your friend group so much more. Um, but before you got to Groove Three, like, tell me some background about like your dance career. Yeah. So okay, I started dancing. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's a weird one. I started dancing when I was like 13, 14. I was in eighth grade um, and I started dancing at a studio and I loved it. And then when I got to high school, um, I wanted to make the dance team. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like I'm gonna make I want to make the dance team. That's my goal. So I started focusing like my studio training on making the dance team. And then once I made the dance team, um, I basically was so busy I didn't have time to do like studio training anymore. Um, so I was on the dance team for about two years. My freshman year, I was like on pep school. I don't know if anyone knows what that is, but it's like, it's like yeah. the junior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I loved dance team. I, you know, there were so many things that I got to do, like compete and, and, and work as a team. And I, there's so many things that I gained from it, but I lost, um, I guess dancing in a studio, which which they're two very different things because one is very competitive based, one is very athletic, one is very like you start to look at dance differently because you start comparing yourself more because it's competition. You're get, trying to get the spot at the front, and and I just kind of got overwhelmed with that. And then when senior year was starting to like creep up, I was like, okay, college, I got to think about like what I what I need to think about who money. I want to be, yeah, yeah. who I want to be. And, you know, in comparing myself with everyone, I was kind of like, you know, I 
I kept asking people like the, the, the dancers that were like the best on the team. I was like, okay, how long have you been dancing? And the answer was always literally since I hopped out the womb, I've been <laughs> dancing. And, like, you yes. know, it was always like I started when I was three or as soon as I could walk. Literally, it was always a response that I got from from the dancers that I was like, OK, I'm so far from being able to be that good. So I kind of like had to just do this thing in my mind where I was like, OK, realistically, I'm not going to make it as a dancer. I told myself that I believed in that at the time. So I quit. And the goal was never to stop dancing. I was fully intending to go back to a studio. Right. But I just never did because, you know, college, preparing for college, applying to schools, getting into college, and then like transitioning into what college life is like. I just like let times totally slide. Um, And then it got to a point where I was like, I think it was like four and a half years had gone by. Like, I was like a senior in college and I had an elective. I had a free elective and they had a dance class at my college. Oh. So, I, I, yeah, I took a dance class and I was like, why did I ever stop? Like, this is what I love. And so I started looking at classes, you know, at studios, but I couldn't find anything. It was literally all like kids. Um, there were no adult programs. And so I kind of just I gave up on it. Um, where, like, where were you in college? Like, you were in San Antonio then, I was right? in San Antonio, okay. yeah. And I think San Antonio has progressed a lot now to where at this point I feel like there would be studios. Maybe I didn't look hard enough, but I know that at the time dancing there was really like you're like a you're you're training as like a ballerina or like a like you know there's a there's a reason why you're going to classes. They're professionals. Um, so I you know, I gave up on it. Two years went by after I graduated, um, and my boyfriend and I were like, "Let's move to LA." I was like pre med at the time, and then was like, "I don't want to be. I don't want to go to medical school. Fuck it. Like, let's <laughs> I quit, go." I quit. Just kidding. <laughs> Not doing it. Yeah. Um, and then basically, when I got to LA, our first year out here was rough. Like we, I I remember looking at classes. Um, and being overwhelmed by the fact that it was like even more professionally standard here than anywhere else I've ever seen before. But then also being like, I don't actually even have the money. We didn't have the money the first year out here. Like things were tight. Um, but everyone's first year in LA is very tight. That's what I'm told. I mean, yeah, it's a struggle. And then we finally, we're, we're so much better off now. We've been here for almost six years. Yeah. Um, and I, my second year here, I got a full-time job. Um, as a video producer at BuzzFeed, it was really cool, like really, um, cushy and started making some money, but I was like, so overworked, um, not to, not to like, but I was just like, I was, I put every, all of my energy into my job and I just really didn't, I, I let time and not having enough of it be an excuse to not dance the whole time. I promise you, like I was researching, okay, there's, I was making lists of like what studios there were, what classes were offered, the teachers, like stalking them on Instagram, um, and honestly, so what got me back to it is I, I found a book. There was a book. I mean, I'm sure most people have heard of it. It's called Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. I'm super into like self-help books. Uh, a friend <laughs> gave me this book and I read it and it was just kind of like, you know, now or never make the time. So 2019 came and that was my New Year's resolution to like, I don't care. There's no excuse. I'm getting back to it. And that's what I did. And that's kind of how I started to get back into it. It was like, so terrifying at first because it had been like if you think about how long it had been it had been about about 10 years minus that one semester of like you know like not dancing and then going yeah yeah so yeah and so that's kind of how I I got back into dancing again 
So, like, you, you essentially made it, like, a New Year's resolution, right? So, like, on January 1st, like, so how long after that was your first class back? Like, was it January 2nd or was it, like... Um, It was, like, January... I think it was, like, a Monday. It was, like, January 8th or something or January 7th because I travel. Like, so my boyfriend and I travel with our family. So as soon as I could, the second we were back as in LA... As soon as you got back, yeah. Yeah, I was, like, I'm doing it. Like, I don't care. I made this <laughs> commitment to myself to do this because I want to. And out of all the... I knew I had the research in front of me like so many times I like I had the the places I wanted to try and I the first place I tried was uh like you said how people get back into it with the kind of fitness aspect of it I tried um LA Dance Fit and they're like a fitness dance based thing so I went there and and I that's from there I'm like so proud of the growth that I've come like I think about I'm like damn like I've come a long way but but yeah that's that's where it all started like, so, like, going back to, like, I guess back in school when you're, like, doing competitive dancing and, like, I, I've never been, like, on a team, like, a competitive dance team. So, like, when people talk about that, it, I think of mainly two things. It's, like, okay, like, if you're training to be a professional dancer and you're on, like, a competitive dance team, like, I assume that, like, you're dancing to look like everyone else. Because, like, if you're, if you're not together, then it doesn't look good and then you don't score as high, right? Absolutely, Yes. And then, but then, so, like, when I think about it, when they move to L.A., all they tell you is to stand out, like, in auditions. They're like, well, how do I stand out in auditions? How do I get my look to where people can notice me? Like, how do I make my hair brighter than the other girl's hair? Like, how do I get skinnier than that girl? You know what I mean? Like, so it's, like, it's so contradictory to me that, like, when you grow up as a child, they're telling you literally to look like everyone else because if you're not in sync, you're doing it wrong. And then when they become adults and they try to make money off of this thing that they've been doing since they were children, they're telling you the opposite. They're telling you to look good, yes, but, like, you have to be better than everyone else, so stand out. You know what's interesting? Oh, I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry, go go on. I'm just saying, but you know what's interesting? It's like they want both from you because as much as, especially in L.A., they want you to stand out in auditions, they also want you to be able to pick up the choreography the way that the choreography does it. So if you do get booked for a job and there's like five, let's say it's a group of five girls for, for a music video or something, they all need to look the same. So it's then you stand out enough, but you're able to pick up choreo in a very specific way. So you need both. It's so strange. It's just like it's like it's like they want you to come out of the box a little bit. Like just peek, <laughs> just peek open the flap. Only I'll only come out a little bit to show me like one ounce of your personality, and then close yep. it right back when you get the job. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that. Like, I don't know. Like I don't. Maybe that's why I've like never had the like true desire to be a professional dancer because I'm like, well, if I'm gonna stand out, like I want to stand out all the time. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to just like keep like putting a lid on my creativity or like like who I am. You know? Like not absolutely. That, not that I think that's the intention of like the dance industry. Like I don't think they're intentionally trying to put a lid on people's creativity because that's how they like we sustain ourselves with our creativity. But from the outside looking in, like that's the thing that I've always thought about, like people who grow up as competitive dancers. Right. It's kind of like any art form if you think about it. If 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 you want to work for yourself or like if if you want to use it as a hobby rather than a profession, the hobby allows you to be creative and, and grow in all aspects without like putting a cap on it. Whereas like if you, for instance, work for a company doing something in the creative field, you're doing something for a company by their standards. So then you are putting a cap on it. So it's kind of just really what, what you want to do with your personal journey. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's also, it's like, I guess it's making a choice too. Cause like we know a bunch of professional dancers that do book the jobs and they do the gigs, but they also have like personal side projects that they do. And I, I think that's kind of like how they, 
they go about like being in the middle like they yes they conform and do the choreography just the way that like that they're supposed to when they get paid but they also have these side projects that are fully their own that kind of show a different side to them especially now like we see so many people with so many side projects right right now i know yeah yeah which which is good like i I think again because i think that's the that's pretty much the only thing we can do right now is create and use our creativity at this point yeah people be starting businesses and shit i love it (laughs) I'm, i'm all for it i'm all for it yeah. Um, shoot, y'all hiring because you know your little girl needs a job. I know, know right? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so going back to like going backtrack again, like so after being a competitive dancer, you decided like you made a conscious effort to like quit. You're like, I'm not doing this anymore, and it makes me really sad that like because I started like late, super late in life. Like I wasn't 13; I was way later than that, you know. So like and. And I did, and for a while, I did think that, like, dance was only for a certain few people. Like, I thought you had to be gifted a dancer at birth, like, out the womb, like you said, you know what I mean? Like, and I thought that, like, if that wasn't you, tough luck, you gotta do something else, you know what I mean? Right, and that's absolutely, oh, gosh, it's so not the case. It's so not the case. And it makes me sad, too. Honestly, I I have worked through this, like, mentally, uh, but there were times where it made me feel like so much guilt and shame and and just deep sadness for the fact this is a simple fact that like had I not given up had I actually gone back to a studio uh, 10 years where would I be with that 10 years of dancing the growth, lost, of, ten years, the, the growth right? of an entire decade one year I have grown tremendously and I'm like damn those 10 years so just re- realizing that fact I'm like fuck but you know I don't know if I can cuss but, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just like yeah it, that fucking sucks but um, I've again I've worked it still kind of kills me a little bit uh, pulls my heartstrings a little bit but I'm like you know what it's okay because the most important thing is that I have rekindled my love for dancing and now I'm not gonna let it stop me like nothing I'm just gonna my 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 goal is to just grow as a dancer to be because I love it so much it makes me happy so there's no reason why anyone can tell me that I can't do it because I can't pick up a step or because I'm not the best in the class like dancing is for everyone for sure Yes. And like, again, like it took me a while, like it took me a while to come to that conclusion too. Like anyone can learn to dance. Like anyone can learn steps. Like it's not like rocket science, which I mean, you can try to teach me rocket science, but it ain't gonna work. But like, (laughs) but like steps, like everyone can learn steps and everyone can, can learn to be a dancer. And I think that like, that's partially the freedom that we have as like people who aren't necessarily trying to make a career out of it. It's like, okay, like, I didn't do it the way that he, the choreographer loved it, but, I mean, I was happy with my performance, you know what I mean? Like, we we have that freedom of, like, not taking it so – I mean, I've taken it seriously before, but, like, we're, we have the freedom of not taking it so seriously because we're just doing what we love, you know what I mean? Like, we're not doing this because I need to pay rent, which I do, but, like, I, I'm, not, right. I'm not looking for dance to pay my rent. Right. I think it gives you this sense of freedom when you don't put this pressure on it. Yeah. Because at first, when I started doing it, I was trying to think of ways that I could make money and maybe turn this into a profession and just like work really hard. And I started with those wheels of like competitiveness and and what it takes to be a professional dancer started turning in my head again. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is something I, I want to savor and I want to keep with me forever. I don't want to poison it with not that every art form is like or or even, you know, not that everything can be poisoned if the, in this route if you decide to take that route. But for me personally, I had done that in the past. And so now I'm kind of like if opportunities come and they have last year, I had some awesome opportunities to to get paid work as a dancer. Um, and 
And they weren't like crazy or amazing, but they were like awesome for me. Like I would have done it for free. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah, but if you're gonna pay so, me to do it, even better. Yeah. So it's like if that if that happens, if I get to a point where like maybe in the future, like I can even teach people, you know, that everyone is able to do this. That kind of like you know, because teaching is such a valuable tool, and when it comes to dancing, to like creating an energy in the room, and then a, like making everyone feel safe, so that they are able to like give it their all and not be afraid. Yeah, if I ever get to a point where I can do that, like, hell yeah, I would love to do that. But the most important thing for me is that, you know, just dancing. So I think the freedom of just like not putting that pressure on. Not, but like you said, like, I still work hard. I'm focused. Yeah. Like in yeah. class, like my goal is to get better and to grow. Every class I want to, I want to grow. You know, I want to walk out better than I, than I walked in. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, I mean, in L.A., even in beginner classes, there's, there's at least a handful of professional dancers in a beginner class. And like, and you're like, and why are you here? Yeah, you're, you're, I was, I was so bewildered as to why a professional dancer who gets, who gets paid good green money to like, why they would take a beginner class. And like, and, and there, I'm sure there are various reasons. I've never really asked anyone per, like personally, but like, I mean, they've got to train too. Like they've got friends, you know, like they've got time on the schedule. Like, why not? You know, if you love to dance, any dance class is worth it. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. And but like the thing is, is like you and I and like everyone else that I've interviewed on this podcast, we're right there with them. Like we are literally like focused, next like to, in, yeah. in the mirror next to a professional dancer, just work, working as hard as they are. I mean, sure, it probably comes easier for them, but like we're working just as hard as they are to get these steps, even though none of us are getting a paycheck at the end of this class. But we're still working really hard at it, you know? Yeah, because it's important to us. Yeah. And like, and and kind of like piggybacking on what you said about teaching, like so many people have asked me, like, why don't you start teaching? Like, because like, we're in quarantine right now. So people are like, how come you don't start teaching? Or you can start teaching your own classes to like make money. And for true, I I don't teach for two reasons. It's like one, I'm still very much a student. Like I, I there's so much that I don't know. And like so much that I don't understand about like the actual mechanics of dance that like, I feel like I would be doing a disservice to like my students if I were to teach them. You know what I mean? Like I want to be like fully versed in something before I teach. You know what I mean? Like well, that's the same with like anything. Like if you want to teach someone to be a welder, like you probably have like gone to like a welding like school or you know like got some kind of some kind of certification, like on an electrician or like if you teach at a university, you had to go to school first. Like all of those things. And and for and I know for dance that's not like the way or like even even like yoga teachers like you have to do some kind of like training before you can actually teach your own classes, and yeah I'm just like I'm still very much a student so like teaching is not at all like in my like near future at, at the very least, um, but also too it's like it takes a special person because I think you and I both really love Kayla and Kayla is a very good beginner's teacher she makes everyone feel very like welcome and like the energy in the room is very like safe um and I think it takes like especially for beginners like if you teach an advanced class you're probably teaching mostly professionals or people who are near professional like level but like when you're teaching a class of beginners that energy is so different because the energy is probably like 90% nerves and like 10% excitement yeah yeah <laughs> So it takes a special kind of teacher to turn those nerves into excitement. And I think that like you can't teach that. Like that that's something that that is just the personality of the teacher. Absolutely. Oh, I could not agree with you more with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Cuz so, you want to you want to encourage people 
to get the most out of it by by letting their walls down, right? That's how yeah. you grow as a dancer. And in order to do that, you you need a teacher that's going to be able to create that safe space. Yeah. And it, and I feel like that like some I mean, some studios, not all studios, like will just like hire anyone. Like if you can teach them steps, teach them steps, you know what I mean? But like I think the teachers that have a regular following of people are the people that that you need to look at for for like mentorship and like truly appreciate the energy that they bring to a class. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but we highly recommend Kayla if anyone is listening that wants to go to group three. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> um, so like we're like moving on to like so after group three and like dance fitness, like you and I transitioned into like choreography classes. And I will say that like I took 90% hip hop classes and then like a 10% heels like every now and then. But like those were like my two wheelhouses. And like, but like for, like we talked last week and you were like, I took house and ballet. And I was like, yeah. oh well, you're doing better than that <laughs> than I was. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So like I guess like how did you like like did you do research on these classes that you wanted to take? Or you were just like, I'm gonna take anything. I'm gonna take it. Y- you know, it was kind of like I yeah, it was just this this knowledge and this understanding of um, for one, actually, I talked to Kayla. I, I asked, I, we had like a, we, we, you know, we went to lunch together and I was like, how do I grow oh, as a Kayla, dancer? How do I get better? Yes. she And she was like, you know, you need to be taking a bunch of different classes at a bunch of different studios with a bunch of different people. And I was like, okay, like I knew that, <laughs> but like having her tell me was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And, and, and I, it also comes from this idea of like, I've always known that like, for instance, they, teachers always say, it's like, it's kind of like a known fact that take ballet just take ballet because it's the foundation of everything and you will grow as a dancer. And I re- I really wanted to get better at contemporary. So I took ballet and then I was taking jazz funk. And, you know, one of the teachers that I was taking with, he kept using house steps and in class, the house steps, those parts of the choreography kept ste- like, I kept getting stuck on those. Oops. I kept getting stuck on those and I kept like getting tripped up and I would lose myself and I would like I'd get lost at that moment and I'd be like ah why can't I get this hard to jump back in yeah so I was like okay I'm gonna take a house class because I want to make sure that I guys I loved his choreo and I actually I really wanted to get those those foot they were like tricky footwork things and I was like this is new to me so I took a house class and the first class holy shit I can't even tell you all I know is that I loved it so much that I was laughing the whole time because I couldn't keep up I was laughing because I was having a blast because I couldn't do any of the moves yeah. <laughs> everybody was in unison and I stood out like a sore thumb in the back I stood in the back for this one because I was new and totally I was fine. just like what am I doing like what is happening to my body I cannot do this but I loved it because I love the energy and and I like now it's crazy because before I didn't even like house music and now I love house music and I ever since then I took the class with Ray Bossa and if you're in LA I highly recommend you take him he is an incredible teacher um and so from there I I just I fell in love with that and then I started taking like Latin house and then like salsa which is also a bunch of footwork I really like footwork it helped me in heels um and so it's really this just like I started pushing myself to try different things because I knew that once I took more classes like my hip-hop got better my things that that I felt comfortable in they grew they expanded it's like this my ability my wheelhouse 
my wheelhouse of moves. They, I was <laughs> able to like a add, of moves. Yeah, I did. I was like, oh shit, look at me putting some like work into was. my hip. Yeah, you know, like you get to incorporate all of these cool things that you learn from one and bring it into another. And it's really what like what it's 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 learning all those things and then how you put them together, I feel that makes you super unique as a dancer. You know? So yeah, that's kind of like, uh, I mean, I could tell you all the things I've tried, but that's basically like, I tried to keep it where it was balanced every week, you know, like I did take a lot of uh, of hip hop. That was probably like a, one of the main things I took, but I made sure that at least once a week, jazz funk was in there, basic jazz was in there, contemporary was in there. Um ballet was in there house was in there uh, I started shuffling which is like another thing you know footwork. <laughs> I really liked footwork you know so I made sure that I had like a well-rounded like schedule without during the week of like yeah. making sure that I was doing different that's, things with my body that's like seven things you just named like seven different types of classes <laughs> that you took and there's only seven days in a week so like at least like so that was were you in a class every day of the week basically um so there was a there, I got to, I got to a point where I was taking about like 10 to 15 classes a week um, and they were just like stacked on of like, I'm also, I'll say this too, because I think it's important. Um, I started off at my full-time job. I went through three different schedules in 2019. I started, I was still at my full-time job uh, when I made that New Year's resolution when I went, when I went, when I started to go back into dancing and I only had nights and weekends available. So that's when I went and then I lost my job. I got laid off. My whole team got laid off. Um, it was like a massive company uh, layoff. And I was like, well, I have severance and I have for free schedule. And I've got I'm time. Gonna da- yeah, yeah. So I, I I went like every day dancing. Then I got a job and that job I worked Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I specifically was like, I looked at my the schedule of dancing and I was like, I want Tuesdays and Thursdays off and Saturdays and Sundays. I only want to work. I had luckily had found a job that like perfectly worked like this. Um and I worked Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So then I like adjusted my schedule and I was able to like go in as early and leave as if I like, right, yeah. basically, yeah, yeah. To like adjust my schedule to make classes like on Monday night. So I basically went, my normal schedule was Monday, Monday night, all day, Tuesday. And by all day, I mean like I took three to four classes. Um, and then Wednesday night, maybe, but Thursday for sure. So it was Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday and Sunday always. And then sometimes I would take Wednesdays and Fridays for rest days but if there was like a like a sub teacher that was teaching a, like a really awesome class I was like oh I'm going like I'm fucking going that's <laughs> so like like literally your schedule sounded like mine at one point like because like Wednesdays and Fridays were my rest days and then every other day oh of the my week, gosh I was in a class. Yeah. like it's so weird because like I didn't realize that I would become a person who scheduled my life around dance class right yeah like, like so Kind of like, so I also went through like different schedules when like in my dance challenge, I start so I started dancing in like October of like 2018. And like, and I was unemployed then. Like I was like, I was just like, kind of like, okay, well, I got nothing but time here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But I got, I got nothing but time here. Like, let's take a dance class, you know? So like, and at first I only committed to two classes. I was like, okay, you're going to, you're going to be a dancer for a year. Like commit to like two classes a week at the very least. And, and plus, that's all I could afford, too. I was like, okay, don't spend all your unemployment money, you know, like on Seriously, one thing. It's a, it adds up. It really yeah, does. Yeah, literally. So I took two classes a week, but, like, literally by, like, I would say six months into my challenge. I didn't start my challenge until February of 2019. Um, and by then, I was I was still unemployed, so I was still taking two classes a week. But by that summer, I had gotten a full-time job. 
And but luckily, when I when I interviewed, they were like, oh, so what do you do outside of like work? I was like, well, I've become a dancer, actually. And she was like the person I was interviewing, my, my would be manager at the time. She was super like into it. She was so supportive of it. So like so she already knew that I was like a dancer before they hired me. And then when I got the job, like I remember like like kind of like shyly asking like one Monday if I could leave early to go to like the four o'clock knit class or like yep. 30. Yeah. And she was like, oh, girl, go. She's like, I don't, all your work is done. Girl, go. You don't even have to ask. And I was like, OK. So I I, <laughs> so like and, and like and she worked in the office like half the time. Like so Thursday and Friday she would be gone. But she was in the office Monday through Wednesday. Um, but like she, I never had to ask her to leave early to go to class because like even Kenny's class started at five o'clock. So like I would leave my desk at like 415 to change my clothes in the bathroom and then be in my car by 430 to make it to playground. Yep. So like I literally was like planning my my work day so yep. that I could leave early to go to class. I would get – yeah, that's that literally sounds like my Monday. I would get up earlier and be the first one in the office, start my day at 7 so I could leave by 3 because I looked at – I worked at the time at the, this new job I had at Canoga Park. So it was very far from yeah. playground. So I was like, I need to get over there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Scheduling – like and it, even like events with friends. Like because the biggest days – I don't know about you, if you knew – if you felt the same way, but Saturdays were like the biggest dance days because every single studio was popping – off like that's when all the classes were so all I, the had good to, ones, yeah. I had to alternate between different studios every Saturday and so it's like when someone wanted to do something and hang out I was like dancing is priority like, but maybe I'm, I'm, like, this... till, like five o'clock six o'clock <laughs> yeah literally so it's like yeah um okay <laughs> like literally like like Saturdays it was like off the chain like because like it was my whole day literally like Same, I would I, I, would, oh. I would leave the house at like 11 like to make it to like a noon class probably, and then that whole afternoon I was in a class. And back then I to wouldn't... back to back, right? Yes, and then yes. I wouldn't be because I remember like when Dexter used to teach Saturdays at three. Like he went over all the time. Like we like he didn't let us out of the room till like five o'clock. Yeah. So so you come out and it's like oh it's already like five o'clock and like and sometimes like in the fall it would be dark. So like you like it, like your whole day <laughs> literally had passed by while you were in a dance class. Yep. Which honestly are, are the best though. Like I I, I regretted none of that. Saturdays were my absolute absolute favorite. I would alternate between playground, between the hip hop uh, and, and the heels, and then the hip hop, and then yeah, and then uh, legacy Debbie Reynolds between jazz, hip hop, and jazz funk, and even Millennium sometimes had some great stuff. It, and the, yeah, it was just Saturdays. Those if I miss the a day the most it's that day and I would love to just go back yeah. like I mean, I, like honestly talking about it now makes me a little teary-eyed I know, I know. <laughs> I'm like damn just like reminiscing and it's crazy it's crazy to think that we had that just not I mean it feels like forever ago but really it just out of nowhere disappeared disappeared like we took it for granted yeah, yeah. I mean, we took a lot I mean, for granted, quite honestly. But you could say that we take it for granted, but I was actually thinking about it, and I'm like really thankful that I had all the free time that I did, and like that I danced so hard as I did last. And you year. could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now I feel like there's all the there half the studios I went to are closed. So yeah, unfortunately, because like I know like a lot of people, like one person that I talked to like on this podcast before, he was like, he's like, he's like, man, I'm gonna go like full steam ahead once we get out of this, because like he was, because he was like, I only took a class, like he said, he's like, I only took classes on Saturday. He's like, but I want to take more classes. He's like, I'm gonna be like full throttle like to the wall the second we get out of this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah because like you re- like again, I think everyone's realizing like passion 
is a word that everyone's using is because they're they're realizing now with all this free time that they have is what they're really passionate about like what what, what, what do you think yeah. about from the moment you wake up to the time you go to bed yeah music and dancing do it <laughs> dancing like <laughs> dancing literally is what i i mean that's kind of, that's also like part of the reason why i started this podcast is like well if i can't dance i'm gonna talk about dance you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> like yes. you're not gonna stop me from doing something dance related you know right so, yeah so yeah so it's so weird that like and like we we, we built our schedule around dance like it's but like if you had told me three years ago like or four years ago when I moved to LA that I was gonna rearrange my entire life to be a dancer I would have been like you're funny that's crazy like I, I'm not a dancer you know what I mean <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> yeah but like so like I okay so I, I did take a couple of jazz funk classes at edge and nice. And I really, I really loved jazz funk. And plus, we did like a Lady Gaga song, which Ooh, bless yeah. her, yes, yeah. So I love that whole vibe. And like, and again, it goes back to the teachers. Like, I took um, Nicole. And I don't know if it's Haggins or Higgins, but I think it's yes. Higgins. Yes, yeah. she's great. Yeah, so I took her class, and like, oh my god, like it was, it was like, it was the <laughs> I did so bad, but like it was, but it was like the best experience because like as a teacher. Like, she, like, would call, give, like, a, not a spiel, but, like, she was, like, motivating. You know what I mean? Like, because it was a beginner, jazz, like, jazz funk class. So, like, again, when you have a class of beginners, you know that they're, like, not struggling, but you know that they're not going to be perfect in your class. And there's going to be things that they need to work on. And, and I think in those teachers, by watching you in class, they can see that. And they know the things to say to kind of, like, help you through those things. Because, like, eat, like... I mean, maybe not at the time, because, like, I mean, you're worried about the steps. So, like, I wasn't, like, fully, like, comprehending it. But to this day, like, that was probably, that class was probably, like, a year ago. And I'm still, like, you know, talking about it now, like, a year later, you know? Right. It stood out in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and I remember, like, whenever you take, I have to admit, so, like, I I did get comfortable with, like, the same classes that I was taking all the time. Because, like, I was taking the same teachers and I was getting to know their style. So, like, so going to their class was more comfortable than, like, going to a new class. When you go to a new class, like, it's nerves all around. Like, you don't know what to expect. And again, like, you're going through – it's, like, the it's like a constant redoing of that. Like, you did that, and so you got comfortable, and you enjoy that still, but you want to grow, so you try – so you have to redo the, oh, I'm scared again. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> but, but growth. That's the growth. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry, go on. <laughs> My friends and I would be like, oh, I sucked, but, you know, growth. Like, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like you constantly, like, have to keep re-scaring yourself, which is which sounds weird, but, like, yeah, you got to do truth. that. It's the Unfortunately, truth. yeah. So, like, when you go, like, when you go to a new class, like, I remember when I go to a new class, I always felt like I was in quicksand. Like, like you're, like, drowning, like, literally, like a slow death. <laughs> because of, like, the, the fear? Or the buildup, the, the fear, and like I don't like I guess because when you when you become comfortable in a certain teacher's class, you know them like you can kind of tell the moves that they're gonna give you because they so, some teachers use the certain moves all the time. Yep. Yeah, and then like when you take a new person's class, you're like, there's there'll be moves that like you've never seen before, and you're like, how do I do this in my body? Like, yep. And so like when you're trying to do those moves, you feel like you're moving so slow, and everyone else is moving hyperspeed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, so, like, that's why I, like, because I remember when I took my, that first jazz funk class. Like, it, like Lady Gaga songs are, they're not super fast tempo or anything. Like, I mean, they do have, like, a kick to them. But, like, I remember feeling, like, oh, my God. Like, and I had been dancing for a good, like, six, seven months by then. And I was, like, have I gotten any better? Because I was, like, just drowning. 
I know exactly. It's because it can be a little overwhelming, but like you said, it's it's because that's why it's so important to try new teachers all the time because every teacher, they have a very specific teaching style. It's because even as dancers, we, we start to develop uh, a certain way that our body gets comfortable moving. So that's why you need to, you need to learn from new people and their spe- specific repertoire of choreo. And you'll notice that when you continue to go to the same teach, like if you start someone new, it'll be weird in your body and you might feel like you're overwhelmed because you can't get it or you can't get this weird hip move and like, why is my body doing this? And then when you go back to them again and you continue to go, you'll notice like very quickly, I feel like uh, you're like, wow, oh, they just did that and I just did this. Like, holy yeah. shit, you know what I mean? And then <laughs> like, that's I the- picked it up. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like it's muscle memory. It's 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 a lot of things at once too because this is why it can get overwhelming to like constantly have to scare yourself like this and try new classes because it's it's not only a physical demand, right? You're moving your body, but it's such a mind. It's such a mental demand, which is why you could sometimes it is nice. Sometimes I like think it is important to include if you're going to do a schedule, it's so important to like, yes, push yourself, try new things, but also make sure that you have those classes in there that make you feel good that you don't actually have to think so much so that it's like more of just like a ah this is why I love dancing because when I'm good at it and I get to like not think about it and I get to go out there in my group and like kill it like that's why I do what I do it's like a reminder and a reinforcement to like this growth is worth it yeah yes like <laughs> like that's like literally it's like I think that's the benefit like you and I have taking so many classes it's like there will be classes that like your brain is gonna have to work like your brain is gonna have to like because like both like someone someone once told me in a class they're like your brain has to get there before your body does like your brain has to mentally like decipher it so that it can come out in your body and I was like yes so like and 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 the the best dancers make that transition seamlessly right like they like they can see it like with their eyes but it comes out in the brain like two like it comes out in their body two seconds later it's crazy yeah like so like and that's what the best dancers do is the the time from seeing it like the, seeing the instructor do it to them doing it themselves is like mm-hmm. 0.5 seconds you know what I yeah. mean and and when you're a baby dancer is like what I call it when you're a baby dancer <laughs> that that translation takes a while <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean so like honestly for most like like for for me like I was I felt, always felt like I was moving in quicksand because my body was just taking so long to like mm-hmm. do the deciphering you know what I mean because like I mean I had Absolutely. never done that before you know so my totally. brain was like no, what what are, what are these moves? What is what is hip hop? What is dance? What yep. are we doing here? You know, what I mean? mm-hmm. those and those classes, man, they can be really frustrating. I I think too when like I don't know if you've ever if you've taken any advanced level or anything that was even if it, even if it felt advanced. I know that I tried sometimes and they were a little bit too out of my range where I was like, this isn't even. I'm not even learning. <laughs> like yeah, I'm, I'm just having a panic. I'm day. literally just. I can't even. I can do that. Like I can just do yeah. one. <laughs> And I can't do anything else, and it's not soaking in, so yep. I'm not gonna do that again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like I've ta- I have taken advanced classes before, but like oh my god, they stress me out so much. Like oh, like just like like before class, during class, after class, all of it. Like it's so stressful. But like the advanced classes that I did take. I taught I took their beginner classes so like so I still like I had their their style kind of in my body but like I mean advanced classes are literally just like they go over it less and it seems faster you know what I mean like the tempos are kind of ratcheted up you know but but yeah I mean that's all like advanced classes are it's just kind of like less less description and more like just more beats more beats to hit 
Definitely, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, oh god, advanced classes are stressful. Just, just know that. <laughs> yeah. They are. Um, yeah, but like, so like, I mean, I think going back to like what, like, so Kayla and I also had our chat again. Love you, Kayla, because uh, she, she, I think she knew or like she found she. I told her that I was like in a challenge, and I was like, again, I was like, how do I become a better dancer? Um, <laughs> and she like, and the, her piece of advice was like, take one class that you were the best in. And then take one class that you were the worst in. And and I think that I think that kind of ties into the whole like take a class that you that's easy that you can just kind of like breeze through, but also take classes that like challenge you to, to your core, literally. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that like the class that challenged me like the most was because like it was that jazz funk class, because jazz funk is not my jam. Like I at first I was like, what is jazz funk? Like, is it just like hip hop light? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> that is, I actually, yeah, I, I feel like, yes, that's a great yeah. question. It took me a while to understand it too. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I was like, I don't, I'm like, I'm not even sure what jazz funk is, but I'll, I, but I'll, I'll take it, whatever. Uh, and, like, and like now, like looking back, I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I had taken more like jazz funk or even like, I wish that I experimented with house even just a little bit because like. For me, the hardest part is the footwork and like, and that's 90% of hip hop is getting the feet right. Right. And then just adding on the arms and like the attitude of it. Um, But feet, like the footwork is hard. So like, I do wish I had taken a house class because that would have been, again, like that would have been helpful in other areas of, of dance. And like, that's, I guess that's like the, the true, like moral of the story is that like all dance styles blend together at some point. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're wildly different, but they, you just, you can learn, you can extract so yeah. much from them. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you and I were also talking about um, freestyling, which I have to honestly admit is like, a, like something that I s- deeply struggle with. Like I hate freestyling so oh. much. <laughs> oh no. Why? It's like the, the, it's like, it's just dancing. <laughs> it's like (laughs) it's just dancing but awkwardly for me at least (laughs) like do you ever do you ever like put on some music and you're like yeah and just like kind of dance to it without any like expectations or anything like so like if there's music like so I'm a person that constantly listens to like noise in the background like so like in college like when I studied I listened to music when I studied um, and even like, um, like at home, like I have the TV on cause I need background noise. Like even if I'm not watching it, same, it's always yeah. on, Yeah, you know? And so like, so I'm so used to having music on, but like, and, and I probably will like dance here and there, like, but not like, I don't make a conscious effort to dance. I see. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, it's not like a, a thing that I'm actually trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally get you. Yeah. Uh, but also like freestyling. Is it's just a way of figuring out the way that your body moves like mm-hmm. on its own, and I think that's something that I'm still trying to discover. Like, because like again, like I had I had no like I just started 13. Like I started way later. Like I had zero formal training of dance. You know what I mean? So like I'm literally starting from scratch here. And so like when I so freestyling seems like a progression of like getting the basics right. Like I feel like I'm still like in the basics area of dance and then I can kind of like upstyle the freestyling but like I don't know like I I feel like I haven't figured out how my body moves on its own to music 
that's totally okay so that's totally fair and i get that um i think what actually helped me because i do i do like different freestyles i guess um one will be house one is shuffling one is contemporary i guess you could call it it's basically like modern dance <laughs> yeah. back in my back in my day literally we called it modern dance so not contemporary uh, <laughs> children um yeah and and then and then also kind of like grooves hip-hop and so I think what helped me uh, originally even consider I took I did take some freelance classes. Uh, I'm sorry, freelance freestyle. <laughs> My head went somewhere else. That's, that's a very LA word. It's, it's yeah, okay. I know. Yeah. I, uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> woo. Um, anyway, I have taken some freestyle classes, but what got me into freestyling was taking grooves classes and I my favorite class was Jason Santana's on Sunday grooves he is an incredible teacher if you if you want to talk about setting a tone and getting people to come out of their shell it's his class he started every class by saying we're all gonna look stupid so just get over that and look stupid and then and so he would be he would like he's like I don't care what I tell you to do basically it's kind of like grooves is like you follow along with the teacher what they're doing and they they have you do some stuff sometimes they make you look goofy on purpose and so you 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 have fun with it but the whole point of it is to literally learn how you're is to find that bounce yes you're you're like your own find that pocket essentially literally the pocket for hip-hop um but to find how you're you're your body moves to music to feel to see what feels good for you because the thing is is you know you can see a dancer doing something and you might be able to do it similarly but it's going to look different on your body because it's going to feel because your body mechanics are different everybody is so individual in terms of the way that they can move their body and so from there i mean just like at home i'll put on some music i'll like move my furniture aside and and i'll just like i'll just i'll just put the headphones on i'll tune everything <laughs> out and i'll just dance i'll practice my like my bounce and then or if it's house i'll practice that or shuffling contemporary is like i would highly recommend doing it to like songs that you love and that you're very yeah. familiar with the beats yeah um like if you're going to do contemporary and you like put like those songs that make you feel like emotional or like pull on your heartstrings just literally the point is to like explore your body. So don't, there's no expectations. You can, you can even like YouTube ways to like freestyle, to like think about, you know, hitting rhythms differently or, um, you know, maybe like you, you create a step on for one, two, and then, you know, every other step is like something else. And then you just come back to that one, two. So it's kind of like, it's just, you can set your own ways to think outside the box to come up with new moves. But I would say to start, like throw on a song that you're super familiar with and literally just kind of like maybe even close your eyes and be meditative about it because I that's thoroughly enjoying and literally just be like, what can I do with my body if I turn it this way, if I make my arm go like this and and be comfortable looking weird, like especially in, in, in like COVID times when we're like forced inside, roll around on your carpet right. and do something weird just so that you get comfortable with your body movements and what feels good. And like maybe if you can record yourself and then you watch it back and it's like 99% cringy, but you see that one thing, one thing like, I was hey, yeah. that's cool. How did I do that? You know what I mean? I mean, that's you. You take that and you start doing more with it. Yeah, I, I, that's my spiel no. about freestyle. <laughs> I think I think it's so important to like learn because everybody's body is different. Yes, you can mimic other dancers. Yes, it's important to like grow that way to try and mimic other dancers, but also making it your own because your body is going to move differently. And I think that like a lot of like my I guess my hesitation to freestyle is that like. So, like, not only have I not been dancing very long, um, but, like, I've also been, like, 
super like like the like I've always been like the smart one. Like I've always like I was super like I was like straight A's in school and whatever. So like I never usually like I mean I played sports, but like I never really like experimented with my body like ever. Like so dance was like my first like kind of like thing that I was using my body more than my brain essentially. So like so like yeah, so like playing with like the shapes of my body was like something that I was not used to. And especially when you're like a type A kid like me growing up being so cerebral all the time, it's like when you see like like in class, they say like the teacher will say like this is how I do it, but you don't have to look like me. And I remember being like, Haha, "This is why I come here to look like you." You know what I mean? Like, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's helpful to I'm have here. the structure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So like like when I'm comfortable when you give me structure, like when you tell me like hit this at this time and this and this and this as the moves. So like and I like and I would feel so comfortable in that like structure. But then like especially Kenny. He'll say like you've got four four counts to freestyle. I go ah oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. I would feel so comfortable up until those four counts that we had to freestyle. You know because like you took away my structure. You know right. I will say those are probably harder than just freestyling on your own. Those little like do whatever you want for yeah for like because you're doing their style and then you you incorporate your own but then you got to jump back into their style like it's fun sometimes it can be like if it's if it's at the end of a, of a choreo that's I feel like that's easier because you're like ooh now I get to now I get to throw my sauce on it but if it's like let me throw my sauce and then jump back in like <laughs> it's kind of hard it's not as easy as it sounds like I think because we talked about this before too it's like it's it's layers essentially it's like like that, and that's how you become a better dancer is like when you can go between certain styles and layers efficiently in one combo, right? Like if you can like be like Kenny esque, like you know, for all the counts that he's given you, and then do your thing, and then jump back into the Kenny. You know what I mean? Like right. that's that's what makes you a, a multi layered dancer essentially. Yep. <laughs> well said. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I I, th- I think that's why like, again like I I think it's also just like the shock of like oh man, like now I have to like freestyle and like, cause like, cause you're in the middle of class, right? Like you're like, you're already like in the zone of like, okay. And you're probably already stressed out by then cause it's Kenny. So like, you're like stressed out trying to get the steps and then he like takes away the rug and like, okay, freestyle for four counts. And like those four counts will feel like it lasts forever. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I feel like he always looks at me the second that I'm like doing something really awkward. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Yeah, so yeah, so I think freestyle is just like something that's just like I don't know, something that's very foreign and like also like I think it's the, the lack of structure that probably gets me the most is because again, because like I struggle so much with just like four counts of like do your own thing and then hop back into choreography, you know. Mm-hmm. I think if you practice on your own and that that happens again, you will feel more comfortable. Like, oh, I know exactly what to do. We're yeah. gonna do what we've been working on. Yeah. <laughs> And it'll feel less terrifying. You'll be able to fill in. You'll be able to like change it up. Like yeah, you, know, you won't do the same thing every time. Like you know? I, I think I was in um, class with um Anthony Bartley. Like, have you taken his class before? I haven't. He taught Saturdays, like when his brother left. Um, but like he, I think he said like one time he's like he's like it's okay to choreograph your freestyle. And he was like like if you find something that you like, do it. Like keep like keep doing it. Like if you find something that you liked in the beginning of class and that worked for you, just keep doing that for the like every time that we do it. I'm like, that that, that could that. work. Yeah. yeah, that could work. Yeah. So yeah. that was his advice, and I was like, okay, that that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. But we're like we're coming up short um, on our time here. Okay. Um, like I know, so like we usually at, at the end of every podcast, I kind of ask everyone to kind of like. 
I know that we're in like COVID times right now and things are weird and dance dance studios aren't open in LA as of this moment. Um, But if there's anyone that's listening to this podcast and like either they they're kind of like me and like they don't have any training and they want to start dancing or they're like you and they like quit, but they want to jump back in. Like what kind of advice would you give them to like, once this is like, once these times are over, how would you get them into the studio? I would say that if if you're the type of person that benefits from doing research um, and like looking up stuff, or, like looking at what studios are in your area, like first see what works with your schedule. See when you're available. Then look up studios in your area. Then either call the studios and be like, hey, is there a class that you recommend, uh, you know, that's good for a beginner or whatever your situation might be? Um, or do like the crazy thing that I did, which was like Instagram stock all the teachers to like that's see like crazy. what their that's classes what I, did. Were- <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what, you crazy. know? That's it's what it's Okay. Yeah. People. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to go that route, I will say be careful of that route because for me personally, and maybe they're, they're different. I feel like I maybe did that too much, and then it kind of deterred me because it made me more scared in some certain in certain ways. Because I'd be like, I'm not going to try that class because that looks hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if that's not going to benefit you, don't do that. But th- the thing I will say is that the dance community is so welcoming. Um, I never met a more community of people that is is encouraging and supportive and and supports your growth. And yes, you will find the professional that are focused and determined because that's their goal. But you will also have people in there that are like yourself. You will absolutely find people that are like yourself in there. Um, so yeah, call, see what's good. And then I promise that if you just, if you can, if you can go with someone, go with someone because that'll relieve some of the pressure. If you can't just, just get in there, just make it happen. Just do it. You're going to be afraid, but it's, it's not worth, it's not our mind make it, makes it more scary than it really is. And, and at the end of it, you'll feel so much better and you'll meet more people and they'll get to tell you about other classes to try and just do it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, basically it. Get and, in there. I think we, like, we, like, I guess again, being a type A person that like research was like a huge thing for me too. Cause like, I, I didn't just like open up an app or like Millennium's app and just like pick a class. I was like, I gotta know what I'm getting myself into here. Literally you know? same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. That, so if that's the kind of thing that's going to help someone else do it, cause that, it helped me and I was able to figure out what to take first. Yeah. And like, and, and to the point that like, sometimes like the more information you have, the better you feel. And it, it takes out some of that anxiety. Like it, it won't all be gone. Trust me. But like, it'll take away the certain pockets of anxiety that you need just to show up. Cause like it takes an incredible amount of like strength and like bravery and like determination just to show up to class. Right. It's like, very true. Yeah. Like, especially in LA, like if you're taking classes in LA or like even elsewhere, like if you're just getting, getting yourself there, is huge because like I remember when I signed up for my first class at playground like I was taking dance fit for a while but I was so scared to take my, my first actual choreo class and like and I had the app open and like it was at the pay screen and like and I was just like staring at it debating for, like, like, for, like yes yes yeah <laughs> I was staring at it for like five minutes and it, and it was a class for like that night it was like a Thursday and there was a class at five o'clock and I was like okay and like and I stood there staring at it and then like at one point I just like forced my body to click like to click buy and like and that was it and I was like okay like you bought it like now you have to go like you paid money to go to this class like force yourself so like I would I would say like buy or like buy the pet class pack whatever spend the money yeah but like but also don't make it too far in advance like don't sign up for a class like a week from now or two weeks from now like because because you're gonna talk yourself out of it that's so true you're going to find ways that like, oh, I can't make it because of this. Or my friend wants to go have coffee. You know what I mean? Like you can get coffee anywhere, like at any time, you know? Like, yeah. So like make it like the least amount of time to talk yourself out of it. 
I would agree with that. I think that uh, the, the New Year's resolution thing helped me because yeah. I was like, I just got to do it. Yeah. Um, that's why I say if you can't, if you can find a friend to go with you, that will totally, you'll, you know, because then you have a partner in crime to be like, we both look like goofs, but it's yeah. fine because we're in it but together. We're, we're here. We're doing it. <laughs> um, but if you can't, and that's quite often the situation, like yeah. I couldn't always find someone to go with. So I was terrified. And I will say, even with classes I got comfortable with, I still got a little bit of nerves at the beginning of the class. Mm -hmm. The fear, unfortunately, not you probably don't want to hear this, but the fear is not going to go away. No. You just have to be willing to say, like, my life is too short and this is what I want to do. So fear, fuck off. I'm doing it. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> you have to learn to do things with fear. Like, it's it, yeah. like, like there's no amount of research that, like, I think both you and I can tell that, like, there's no amount of research that you can do that will make you not afraid to go. So you know true. I mean? Absolutely. Like, you just have to deal with what info you can get and then go anyway. Like you have to go afraid. And I think and I think even like professional dancers, like people who have been on stage years, like they'll they'll still be nervous before every performance, but the best dancers turn those nerves again, like goes back to the teacher, like turning nerves into excitement. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what and and that always happens. Like in the beginning of class, I'll be so nervous. Even classes that I've taken a million times. Yeah, exactly. Like for for no like God knows like why. I just why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I've taken this teacher many times. I have I know friends who are gonna show up, but I'm still nervous. But like uh -huh. but by the end of class, those nerves have turned into excitement and I wanna go again. And that's probably why I take so many classes in one day, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it will. It will. It will be worth it in the end. If it, if it's important to you to dance, do it. Yeah. If and like again, like if you, if you wake up thinking about dance and go to sleep thinking about dance, like you at least owe it to yourself to take one class and be like, okay, like was that just like a phase? Like and plus, like that, <laughs> yeah. like that's also how you know. Like you know what I mean? Like if if you keep thinking about something, do True. it and see like okay was that just a phase like did i did i not love that did i love it do i want more like that's how you mm -hmm. find out you know what rather I mean? than wondering what if just yeah you yeah. owe it to yourself to try yeah yeah you don't want regrets in life especially now that we know that life is so short right absolutely yeah well oh my gosh that was almost a whole hour there thank you so oh, much for good. joining me today i know like it it I'm always like, goes damn, by so okay. fast <laughs> you're like i had so much more to say <laughs> I, I mean yeah if you you know if you got another season and people want more there's so much to talk about dance i hope i hope people i hope people love your podcast because i loved doing this episode with you and i can't wait to listen to all the other ones yeah i really hope everyone loves my podcast too so <laughs> i think they will you know it's, it's such a great idea i was like when you said i'm doing this i was like yeah i would love to so yeah. thank you for having me well thank you for joining me and uh, there will definitely be a season two i'm already plotting season two um and yeah. again you can come back on and we can talk about all the <laughs> topics that you can give your spiel on <laughs> nice all right guys thank you so much for joining us thank you for listening to this episode of five six seven eight be sure to follow us on Instagram at the5678podcast. There, you can also sign up for the Dancers Club newsletter at the link in our bio. See you next week for another new episode.